We're chipping away at everything that isn't you, reconnecting with the part of yourself that loves you unconditionally, sees the real you, and accepts your authentic self. When you disconnect from the opinions of others, work in your mindset, and stand in your power, you feel expanded, alive, and confident. This podcast is where we discuss a range of topics that help you bring you back to your heart space. Topics like body image healing, your relationship with food, mind and body connection, mindset and relationships. We get real, we get messy, we're vulnerable and we're unfiltered. This is Heart Space with Stacey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Heart Space with Stacey. I hope you are having an amazing week, had an amazing weekend, wherever in the week you are when you listen to this. Just take a moment about, just take a moment and just focus into where you are right now. You might be driving, you might be on a walk, you might be um, doing the dishes in your house or cooking dinner. And I just want you to stop and think about two things that you're grateful for right in this moment. Just take a deep breath and just look around you and just focus on a few things that you are so happy that they are in your life. You might be going for a walk and it's a beautiful day and there is sun shining and you are just so grateful that you can take this time for yourself and go outside and get some fresh air. You might be at in your home where it's nice and warm and it's freezing and rainy outside and you're just so grateful that you have a place to call a home and some warmth around you. You might be driving to work. You might be hating the fact that you're going to work. You might be stuck in traffic, getting angry at people around you. But I just want you to think about how, how many... I just want you to think about the opportunity that you have every single day to grow, to make an income, to support yourself, the fact that you have a car that you are driving. Just take a moment to sit and appreciate a few things that you have around you today that potentially you might take for granted. I've been doing this a lot recently um, and I took a hiatus from my journaling for a bit and I've gotten back into it. I, my partner and I have made a promise to each other that we are going to journal um, every night before bed and I have been very diligent in that. And it has made me realize that sometimes the things that bring me the most joy, sometimes the things that make me the happiest, sometimes the things that I write down in my gratitude journal, they they surprise me because they're not always the big things, right? A lot of the times that I think that I write down, a lot of the times the things that I write down in my gratitude journal is literally like the coffee that I have in the morning. It's being able to go for a walk with my dog before I start work. It's being able to work at home and create my own schedule. And it's quite interesting and funny because sometimes the working at home thing is something that I really struggle with, right? Working from home, I it's like this double-edged sword, which I love the flexibility. I love being able to literally like get up and go to work in my house and create the food that I want and not have that hustle and bustle, right? But then sometimes it is like I sit in my house by myself all day and night, right? I live by myself. So Just take a moment to really settle into the things that make you happy. 
And if you can't find anything right now, or if it's making, if it's becoming a little bit difficult, think about the times in your day that you have been appreciative, the people around you, what you appreciate about them. Potentially look back in the last five years and think, if I had the things now that I wanted then, would I be happy? Do I have those things? Because we get stuck on this hedonic treadmill where we think, I need the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And we don't actually stop to take a moment to realize everything that I have right now is everything that I've ever wanted. We're so busy focused on the next thing and the next thing that we forget to take measure now and look at what we currently have. So just take a moment to become aware and appreciative of what you have, where you are, what you're doing, who you're with, right? That was a little segue. I didn't actually anticipate on starting the podcast episode like that. I just felt drawn to doing that. Um, maybe you needed that today. Maybe it's exactly what you needed, and that's why I felt called to do it. So um, I hope you got something from that. So today's episode is a little bit different because I am going to discuss a few things that have been uh, brewing inside of me, and it's going to be a more of intuitive uh, episode of things that I have noticed, things that I have um, become aware of, some conversations that I've had with clients, um, and just things that I've started to really sit with and ponder. And I'm starting to a little bit change the way that I show up on my Instagram. I'm changing a little bit in, in the sense of the way that I coach. I'm changing a little bit in what I want to actually coach because I have changed myself, right? I still am very passionate about helping women with their body image, their food, um, you know, all of that, because that has such a huge ripple effect into the other areas of their lives. And I, I will not stop coaching that. That is still true to my heart. But the kinds of people that I want to coach um, have become very different because I have noticed a huge differentiation factor in those clients who are extremely successful in their body image and change journey, those ones who get incredible results, the results that I anticipate people getting. And there is a huge difference between those clients and the clients I work with who potentially they see a few results, um, but they don't get anywhere near as far as the ones who literally transform their lives, right? And that's what I want to talk about today. There are a few things, a few differentiating factors in the people who make that change and become successful in that change and the people who make a few changes um, but don't really get there and potentially might not ever get there unless unless they change these things, right? I'm not saying people don't get there, but I'm saying that there's a few hard truths that a lot of people have to come to their awareness of and to realize before they actually make any change in their life, regardless of if that is food, body, anything, right? These things are things that will hold them back. The first thing is, and this is something that um, a few of my clients have actually said to me before they signed on to coach, is they feel like they were not sick enough to get help. And a lot of women resonate with this, especially high-performing women, especially people who are used to being people-pleasers, um, especially women who uh, put a lot of people before themselves. Because there is this mentality that so many other people have it worse off than I do. 
there is this mentality that you should just be happy with what you've got and your pain and suffering doesn't matter because there are people in this world who don't have a house. There are people in this world who are starving, who don't have a job, who blah, 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 blah. There's all of these things going wrong. And so you should be happy with what you have and therefore you don't need help for it, right? That's the mentality that a lot of people have is just be happy with what you've got. And there is some truth to that. And that's why I started this episode with a grounding um, a grounding exercise and being thankful for what you currently have. But being thankful for what you have and wanting more for yourself is not mutually exclusive. You can be thankful for where you are. You can be thankful that you have a healthy body, a healthy mind, a healthy life, a loving partner, all of these incredible things in your life. And you can still want to be happy in your body. You can still want more from yourself. Just because you have these things around you doesn't mean that it's like, okay, cool, I'm done. I don't need to work towards anything now. I've got everything that anyone ever wanted, right? That is not true. And this feeling and I guess belief that I'm not sick enough or I'm not bad enough to get help, I'll just keep going, stops so many people, especially women, from getting the help that they need and getting the help that they deserve, right? You don't have to have a diagnosed eating disorder in order to work with a coach or psychologist to help your body image and relationship with food. You don't have to have a a diagnosed eating disorder or even undiagnosed eating disorder in order to want to stop binge eating or to be more flexible in your approach to eating or love the body that you have, right? You can still, and in fact, most women who have disordered eating and body image challenges do not have a diagnosable eating disorder. But that doesn't mean that you can't get the help to help you be better, right? A really good example is I have had... Um, business coaches. I have had uh, coaches to coach me in my coaching. I have had um, personal trainers. I have had coaches in different areas of my life. And I didn't get those coaches because I was like, I'm broken in this area. I identified a need or an area in my life where I could be better. I identified an area in my life where it maybe wasn't my zone of genius or where I needed additional help to make sure that I could get to the next level that I wanted to get to. It doesn't mean that you have to be at absolute rock bottom. I am terrible. I am so sick. I am so um, broken. And now I'm going to get help. When the engine light comes on in your car, it is highlighting that something needs being checked to avoid the fact that you're going to keep driving it and to avoid needing a whole engine replacement right the engine light is a warning that something needs attention it is an alert system and you have engine lights in your body in your brain that come on and say hey i need attention and i need help so that the whole thing doesn't break right if you keep driving and going and going and going and living and doing all of these things with an engine light on, there is going to be a point where it's just all going to fall apart and then you will need professional help because you have no way out on your own. So the point is, is you don't have to wait until you are extremely sick. You don't have to wait until you're at rock bottom. In fact, you shouldn't. 
because a lot of people won't actually ever get there. A lot of people stay in this limbo mode of like, things are bad, but they're not bad enough. Things aren't great, but like, I'm okay. But that's not a way to live your life, right? That is not a way to be living a self-actualized, happy, fulfilled, amazing, rich life. If you're just going through life thinking "Mm, things could be worse, well, yeah, they could be, but they could also be a hundred times better. And don't you want that for yourself? Don't you want that for your future? Right? Because you don't have to be at the very bottom in order to reach for help. Think of yourself as having an engine light. And what is that engine light alluding to? What is that alerting you to? What needs attention in your life? What is causing you grief? What is causing you stagnation? What is causing you this feeling like you could be doing better? What area is that? And don't wait for that to absolutely break you. Because if you wait for that to absolutely break you, it's going to take a lot longer, a lot more effort. It's going to be a lot harder to get out of than if you were to do something about it now while you're not totally broken in every other area of your life as well. So that feeling of I'm not sick enough or I'm not bad enough is a belief. It's a limiting belief and it's probably also a belief that is keeping keeping you stuck so that you don't seek help. It's a story that you're telling yourself of, well, when I'm worse, I'll get help, right? And it's like, you deserve help right now. If you are struggling in any area of your life, whether that be with your career, finances, relationship, body image, food, anything, if you are struggling, you deserve to get help and be happy. What that help looks like can vary depending on the issues or the challenges that you're having. It doesn't necessarily mean a coach, but you don't need to wait until things are absolutely rock bottom in order to pick yourself up and move forward. Okay. And that is just something that I have spoken with a few with a few people who have recently finished my programs. I've spoken about it with people who have thought about signing up um, before they've signed up because they have this feeling like I need to be diagnosed in order to get help. Right? And you don't. You deserve help right now. Thing that I want to talk about, and this is going to be a little bit controversial. This is going to be a little bit controversial because I teach women and I am a very big advocate of listening to your body, listening to your emotions and being able to give yourself rest, being able to honor your emotions and listen to what is coming up for you. Okay. But there are exceptions when your feelings need to be disregarded. And I'm going to give you some examples and reasons why I say this. If we always listened to the way that we feel, we would never make any progress in life. You would never have a successful business. You would never excel in your career. You would never heal from any trauma, from any eating disorder, from any block that is keeping you stuck, right? Because there are times when you will not feel like doing the work. 
there are times where you will not feel like journaling. There are times at night where I do not want to journal. There are times in the morning where I do not want to get up and go for a walk. It is cold outside. It is drizzling. My bed is so warm. I don't start work. You know, I might not have any meetings for the day. I could literally stay in bed all day and it wouldn't make any difference. If we listened to, if I listened to my feelings, I would not have healed my body image. I would not have healed my relationship with food. I would not have started a business because my feelings told me, you're not good enough. You're too scared. It's too cold. You don't want to go to work today. I'm bored and I don't want to do this work that I have to do. I am tired and I don't want to journal before I go to bed. I am scared and I don't want to eat this food that I have been avoiding for the past two years, right? Fuck your feelings in some regard. At some point, you have to realize that your feelings are going to be there no matter what. And sometimes you need the discipline to take action regardless of the way that you feel. Because if you waited until you felt motivation, if you waited until you felt like doing the thing that you need to do, whether that be journaling, making a cold call, sending an email, writing a content piece, whatever that looks like for you, if you waited until you felt the motivation or until you felt like you were ready, you would never make any actions. Okay, and this is the way that I teach my clients. This is the way that I taught myself. This is how I recovered from body image and food issues is because I showed up every single day and I did the actions that I needed to do every single day, regardless of if I felt like doing them. And that is the only way that you were ever going to make any changes in your life. Because your body and your brain like to stay at a place where it knows that it is safe. And that is what, right where you currently are. If that place that you currently are is complacent, is not happy, is boring, is misaligned with what you really want to do, you are always going to stay there if you wait for your feelings to tell you to move. Right? Motivation at the start can be helpful. What is in action stays in action. So once you start moving, once you start doing something, once you start actually doing the action, it is easier to continue doing the action rather than it is to start. A rocket uses most of its launch and most, sorry, most, a rocket uses most of its fuel during takeoff. It takes the most cognitive, emotional, physical energy to get started than it does to keep going so sometimes you need to disregard the feeling of I don't want to do that and just fucking do it anyway and this is why I'm so passionate about this at the moment is because this is the difference that I've seen in the clients who are successful and those who are not as successful right everyone I work with sees improvements they see changes there are some people who will totally change their life in two to four months that we're working together complete 180 of their life they will be um, confident in their bodies they will have food freedom they have left misaligned jobs they are in more of a loving relationship because they are able to communicate their feelings they know who they are and then there are people who will just continue the way that they are and make small changes still getting some benefits 
but they do not have the same mentality of I have to do this regardless of how I feel. They let their feelings get in the way, right? They let their feelings of I don't feel like doing this right now or I I am going to just snooze my alarm. You have to take action to get any changes in your life. Change does not just fall in your lap. An incredible life, an incredible lifestyle, an incredible relationship, an incredible relationship with food, an incredible relationship with your body, like body confidence. To most people, that doesn't just fall in their lap, right? That is something that is built upon. That is something that is created by action. And if I waited for action, for a feeling to get up every morning and go for my walk, I would not do it. At the start, it was difficult because it was not a habit. And now I know I feel so much better when I start my day with a gentle walk or physical exercise or just getting outside than if I were just to snooze my alarm, stay in bed, roll out of bed, go to work, like my day is significantly better if I prioritize myself first thing in the morning. That doesn't mean I always feel like doing it, but I do it knowing the impact it's going to have and I don't let my feelings get in the way of the actions that I know that I need to take. When I'm working on heart space business stuff, right, I have a full-time job. At the moment, I am doing two full-time jobs within my full-time job. It's tough times, right? I have two full-time jobs basically within my full-time job. I have a coaching business. I have clients. I have a long distance relationship and trying to maintain any social life and uh, my own exercise and my own wellness. It's a lot. If I waited for feeling of wanting to work on heart space content of motivation of cool, I've just worked. 10 hours today now after dinner and after the gym I'm going to sit down and write some content and you know do these things I would never get anything done ever and that would then make me feel like shit because I know that I'm giving up on my passion that means that I know that I've become a little bit lazy and complacent and not putting my own needs first and letting my energy be sucked out of me. And I know that in the long run, my feelings are going to be worse than if I had just done the damn thing, right? I know that once I sit down and do heart space stuff and I start getting into it, I get so motivated. I get so amped up. I have so many ideas and I feel so much better afterwards, right? You do not have to wait for a feeling in order to take an action. And in fact, the action of often precedes the feeling. So if you start doing the thing, you are often going to feel that motivation. You're going to feel that accomplishment. You're going to feel satisfaction once you've done it, but you don't feel that until you've done it. Okay. And that's something that I think is really important to know and really important to remember when you're starting to get these resistant feelings coming up of, mm, I'm bored, I don't want to do that, or that seems hard, or I'm scared, right? The only way to get on the other side of that and the only way to actually progress and make any change in any area of your life is to do the damn thing, regardless of the way that you feel. There are some caveats, there are obviously some things that 
or some situations where that is not true. And now it's going to sound a little bit contradicting. For example, I have been obviously doing two jobs plus coaching, plus long distance, plus gym, blah, 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 blah. If I'm starting to feel burnout, if I'm starting to feel like I am trying to focus and my eyes are hurting and there's just no cognitive ability coming through, that to me is a sign of burnout and I will not push my way through that. I will listen to my body and I will allow myself to have some nights off. If you are feeling unsafe, if you are feeling like you are draining yourself, if you are feeling so much resistance that it's like, I just, there is nothing in me left to give, then that is alluding to something else. That could be alluding to burnout. It could be alluding to misalignment. It could be alluding to a fact that you were doing something for the sake of something, someone else, or to get something that is actually not aligned with your values. An example is if you are like, let's say you're starting a business and you really want to do the business, but the only reason that you're doing it is because you need more money and you're actually not aligned with what you're doing, right? There's going to be a lot of resistance that comes up because you're doing that for the wrong reasons. Money is obviously a great byproduct of a business, but if money is the only thing that you're looking at and that is not one of your main values, you are going to feel so much resistance when things get hard and that is when your feelings going to stop you and that's when something needs to, that's the engine light. Like something here is wrong. There is resistance for a reason. Why do I feel resistance with this? All right, so those are the two situations. So I don't want to say fuck your feelings because we need to be able to listen to our feelings. And this is a part of the work that I do is actually being able to understand when am I feeling resistance? When do I need to ignore the way that I'm feeling and just push through and just do the damn thing anyway, knowing that it's actually better for me to do that and I'm going to feel better in the long run than if I were to avoid it. And and when you are just burnt out and have no energy and need to listen to that, Right? That is all a part of being intuitive and in tune with your body, your mind, your soul, knowing what is for you, what isn't for you, knowing who you are, knowing your patterns, knowing what it looks like for you when you are um, burned out, when you are just challenged, right? Because sometimes challenges are good and being able to overcome those challenges are going to make you feel better than if you were just to sit on it, okay? So this has been a little bit of a, a... a big sister chat episode in the sense that like I just want women to know not just women if you're a man listening to this obviously this goes for you as well but you can do hard things right hard things aren't necessarily like having the really difficult conversation sometimes a hard thing is getting up in the morning and going for a walk when you really don't want to You need to get these micro yeses. You need to get these micro wins and these micro yeses building up. If you get a micro win, a micro win, by the way, is like making your bed in the morning. That is a small win and that is easy to build upon, right? You can either spiral up. If you are constantly making small wins, it's easier to make small wins and spiral up. And if you're constantly getting small losses, it's easier to make small losses and spiral down. 
So you need to find ways in your day, in your life to get micro wins. That is getting up and making your bed, going for an even 15 minute walk, um, having a nutritious breakfast that is going to fill you up and keep you satisfied. Um, ticking off things on your to-do list and your work list to make sure that you are actually progressing and getting towards what you need to do so you're not feeling that overwhelm, right? Micro yeses, every single little yes is a little bit of evidence that you can do it. Every single micro yes is a little bit of evidence that you can do the hard things even when you didn't feel like it, right? They are little micro wins that are showing you that, shit, I... I didn't feel like making my bed and I did it anyway. I didn't feel like going for a walk and I did it anyway. I can do hard things even when I feel like I can't. Even when my feelings are telling me you should do otherwise, I can do the things that I know I need to do in order to get to where I need to be, right? So find ways in your day to get those micro wins because those build on top of each other. And if you're continuously getting micro losses, start to find where you can switch that around right? Where am I losing? Where am I, where am I making these little mistakes, these little, um, little slips in my life that are making me feel like I am not able or capable of doing these things? What is a small thing that I can do right now that will give me a win? Okay, that is really important. So I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope it has given you a little bit of motivation and ideas of where you can start to get these wins and where you can start to Move through those feelings of resistance, knowing that that resistance is right there for a reason. It's there to keep you safe, but you don't need to listen to it. You don't need to listen to the feelings in order to take action. And sometimes taking action will give you the feeling that you want anyway. Also, you do not need to wait until you are at rock bottom or feeling sick or uh, bad enough in order to get help. Okay, you can get help and you are deserving and worthy of living an exceptional life. And if that means reaching out to someone for help, do that right now. Okay. Thank you so much for being here for another week of Heart Space with Stacey. I have closed my books for one-on-one coaching. Um, my one-on-one coaching packages are currently full. I am opening Binge Pray Love again for a group package, for a group coaching program. Uh, for anyone who is struggling with binge or emotional eating and body image, um, that program is a four-month program. And the women who have just done that have come out with exceptional results, literally change their life in four weeks um has been incredible so thank you so much for listening if you are interested in either of those options or the self-paced courses that i have to help with body image relationship with food holistic health um please do visit the website which is in the show notes and i hope that who have you here again in the near future